Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan, and of course, we have Frank Selby, our sometimes host, sometimes co-host, but a good friend and a tremendous fly fisherman, world famous. But uh, Frank and I just got back from a trip, so I think we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, That was the one we just got back from Alaska. And so stay tuned if you want to get some information about all of that. But let's, Frank, let's talk a little bit about our next trip, which is uh, September September 27 to August, September, October. So October 1st, September September 27 to October 1st. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a good trip because you can fish off the beach or you can go out on the boat. And down there, you fish year-round and at least get the tugs on your line. Well, you know the great thing about Baja, Frank, is <clears throat> I live in Santa Barbara. And to charter a boat out of Santa Barbara or Florida or uh, most anywhere else in the world... Uh, a charter out of Alaska that we just went on, uh, it's about $400 per person. But in Baja, you can get a, a 32-foot twin screw with a captain and deckhand for $400 for a day. Yeah. And it is, you know, it's it's such a deal. This particular trip includes uh, f- is it five nights accommodations, I think, three days, four yeah. days, yeah, four, three or four, whatever it is. Um, uh, two days cruiser fishing, and then you spend a day either just surfing from the beach, renting an ATV, go zip lining, or cruising town. Uh, Eight hundred and fifty bucks. That's a, a deal. You can't even get a guide for two days yeah. for that. And uh, not only that, the airport down there has you know many many flights, so it's very affordable and easy to get to. We would really appreciate if people would contact us and ask questions about it because I know we've got hundreds of thousands of people out there listening, but people just never seem to get around to get in touch with us. You can yeah, do that. Well, they better do it quick yeah. because we have shutoff dates like everybody else. That's right. Go to go to uh, fishtalkradio.com is the easy way. And uh, if you get in touch with us and, you know, if you've got any questions or you've got a group, just let us know. Anyway, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and uh, uh, probably talk about Alaska. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Catch them shallow, I can catch them deep. Muddy water or the back of the creek. Wind and rain to me, it's all the same. I make a living playing this game. And I thank the Lord above every time I can. I get to be a fisherman. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we have uh, Frank Selby and uh, the uh, and, and Tony Beam. Frank, who is Tony Beam? He's supposed to be on the phone right now, and he's walked down to the docks. And I just anyway, but uh, tell us a little bit about the lodge. You got Tony Lodge. I've known him for a lot of years. His son-in-law and me did things together. I've been going up there for over 20 years. Okay. Do we have, Always do we have to- said, Mark, do we have Tony now? See if Tony's on there. Tony? What's, yes. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing? We're calling you and you're down working on the dock. Anyway, uh, we're just uh, starting your segment right now. we got Frank on the line, and I was just asking him some questions about the lodge, but I think you could probably answer better than anybody else. So let's go ahead and start with that. This is Tony Beam from, and what is the name of the lodge? Alagnac Lodge. I'm sorry? On the Alagnac River uh, in southwest Alaska. All right. Well, anybody that can uh, send me an email right now, without looking it up on the internet and spell that correctly, I'll send them a prize. A-L-A-N-A-C. Oh, no, 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 no. That, was, no, no, that would no, ruin no. it. Wait a minute. If you, if you do that, then there wouldn't be any point to it, would it? Send me an email right now. <laughs> hey, uh, would you give your website yeah. and your phone number first? Because then we can get to talking about all the silvers you guys are catching. <laughs> okay. But don't spell it. Don't spell it. We want them to find out how to spell it. Oh, no, no, go ahead and spell it, and that way anybody that's listening can call in and give us the right answer. Just, uh, no, call in, just uh, email me at john at fishtalkradio.com, and we'll get you something well, well worth the trouble. 
Yeah, anyway. my people. Yeah. Okay, Tony. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. www.alagnaklodge.com. Holy smokes. I couldn't write that fast. Do that again. <laughs> www.alagnaklodge.com. Hey, Tony, uh, you're now right in the beginning of our silver run. How How is it shaping up? I know the humpies are already in. Well, you're correct in that we're just at the beginning of it. We are catching both humpies and silvers. The full run's not here yet, but we're picking up, you know, per rod out there, we're picking up about two two per rod mm-hmm. right now and Tony, per session, Tony, where which are you is going? a five-hour session. Oh, uh, that's a, and is that a, a, on a boat by the bank, or what? what is that? Uh, but, well, we, we fish almost completely well out of a boat, and then we'll get on a bar. Mm-hmm. We do not get on the bank itself because those are bear trails, and <laughs> they contain bears and wild yeah. animals, including the wolf, the foxes, and everything. So yeah. we we stay that, off of their trails. <laughs> we stay on the bars. We can see them coming. Oh, okay. Now, uh, the neatest thing about the Alagnac Lodge, and I know it's got a little busier, but you can run upriver and maybe see six boats at the most. Now it's probably, if it's six boats where you're at, probably three of them are the Alagnac Lodge boats. Well, down my liar? Here, but, well, you know, it's kind of funny, but first of all, yeah, we define crowded. If, if you can see another boat while you're fishing or another fisherman, we call that crowded. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that's still true. But all the lodges high up on the river, they're all coming down in front of our lodge to fish. Mm-hmm. They're running 40, 45 minutes down river, then an hour back, and they're fishing here because this is where the fish are. Yeah. yeah. Well, so it's Tony, not just us, it's the other lodges on the river, and Flynn's lodges are coming yeah. and landing here and fishing. Tony, I, I've, over the period of time, I've developed, I'll give you the, I'll give you the first one. If you want to yeah. catch fish, the first thing you have to learn is go where the fish are. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Certainly saves a lot of time and effort yeah. and wasted time to, yeah. to run around to where the fish are because here, here's where they are. <laughs> yep. Oh, Tony, one thing i got to ask you, you know, to send me a bunch of flyers. I've, I've already got six for what we were talking about. I can do that. When you get back, I know it'll be a few weeks. Uh, yeah, right. Tony, yeah, you're right. I don't have uh, too many with me. Uh, Tony, yeah. uh, Frank and I just got back from southeast Alaska. Where is Alagnac, Alagnac Lodge? It's a plane ride away because we are in southwest Alaska. Well, you know, so the, well, Ketchikan the, is a plane uh, ride. Kind of where the Aleutian Islands come into the main body of Alaska. Oh, wait, wait a minute. That. So you are, I thought you were, that's southeast, isn't it? Southwest. East is where the Kenai and Angus right. are there right. in the southeast. And you we are? Southwest. The sun sets in the west. <laughs> yeah. But you said the Aleutian Islands. That's that's to the west. Well, as well as the Aleutian Islands coming in the main body of Alaska, just, you know, right below where we are. 
Oh. Okay. I think so. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm, trying I'm trying to get a mental image of that. But uh, yeah. and tell us a little bit about the lodge. What is it? Well, it's been established here since I guess 1980s when it got built, and it's um, been continuously operated and well maintained <laughs> through the years. Excellent. Uh, and it's it's we we maintain it as kind of a rustic lodge. Uh, we're not trying to be a five star, but we're trying to operate <laughs> like one. I mean, it's it's comfortable, it's clean, yeah. it's up to date, and yet it's a you know a true fishing lodge. Well, all you and really need is clean clean clean, clean sheets and good food. All oh, the food, food is excellent. Definitely served the great food, and, and uh, yeah, and we yeah. serve it buffet style. We serve it promptly, family style, at mm-hmm. the appointed time, so the people can keep their fishing schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like it. it. I like it because we come in at lunch. If we want to go right back out after lunch, we can, or we can wait until after dinner, take a nap and relax, and then go out right after dinner, and then come back yeah. in. So you're referring to the fact that we fish two out of three sessions in the morning, afternoon, evening, and you pick two of them. Hmm. And that gives you time to relax, gives mm-hmm. the time the guide time to relax. Yeah. They, they will fish you two sessions a day. Well, so the is it is the lodge all inclusive? Yes, it is okay. totally all inclusive. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Except you don't have the beer and wine. We've got it, mm-hmm. and we don't charge you extra. Everything's included in the price. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's, and those are guided trips. Fully guided two, and this is another big point. It's one guide per two people. Wow. So the boat's eighteen foot welded aluminum with forty horsepower motors, and it, it, there's two people and one guided in those boats. Right, and this is is this all freshwater. This is all fresh water. However, we're in tidal water. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we have like a 12-foot swing in the mm-hmm. the height of the water, yeah. given the tides. Right. So, but it's it's all fresh water. It just you know the tide the salt water backs up. Okay. To bracket. Well, we're we're down, we're, we're just uh, always fresh water. Uh, Tony, we're already down to just about one minute. Uh, but what species of of fish do you normally fish for? Well, we we have traditionally fished for the five species on even years. We mm-hmm. get the pinks. Right. Other years we have the all four, all five species. Then. Right. And this year we started getting the rainbows are back, and they're really? coming back as nineteen to twenty five inches. Whoa! Oh, that's really back. good. Now, are, those, are those rainbow or steelhead? Rainbow. Huh. I'm sorry. Rainbow or steelhead. Rainbow. Oh, darn. That's interesting. We believe they're rainbows. We believe they stay in fresh water, but yeah. they're, they are easily confused for steelhead. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they are, yeah. we, we think they are rain, uh, true freshwater okay. rainbows. Well, Tony, that's... And, uh, can that's, I say uh, one thing real quick? We got, we got 10 seconds. Okay. Anybody that has dirty clothes, you set them out, the girl will come up and pick them up. And you give her a good tip. (laughs) Jump in the water, Frank. Anyway, we have to go, and that's A-L-A-G-N-A-K Lodge.com. And get in touch with Tony up there. And don't forget to send an email. If you can spell it right, we'll still send you something. You're listening right. to Fish Hunt and, Talk uh, Radio. September, all the more responsive right now. There you go. All right, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com and listen to the show. Fishing.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar. Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we also have on the line with us, of course, Frank Selvey, the uh, world-class fly angler. And we also have uh, Michael Briggs, uh, who is, uh, well, actually, he's the guy, but he wouldn't admit to that, that that runs Clover Pass Resort. Um, But, of course, uh, Russell Thomas that owns it wouldn't admit to that. But uh, but Mike is a guy that that can make it happen, and we really appreciate what you did for us this year, Mike. 
Well, you know, we appreciate you coming up every year. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's always a lot of fun to see you guys come up and and get out there on the water and enjoy everything that Ketchikan has to offer. Yeah. Well, and Ketchikan does have a lot to offer, as a matter of fact. Um, I think one of the things that we'd like to mention is that, well, we cannot say that the fishing was stellar this year. Matter of fact, it's probably the worst I've seen it in 15 years. But that's, that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just not as good, that's all. <laughs> but uh, I, still, I still came back with the 50-pound bogs. Yeah, there you go. I, I mean, you know, I quite can't. honestly, it's been really just strange as far as that goes. I mean, you know, it's definitely not a typical year, but what I'm you know, seeing is it's, it's from day to day it's changing. So oh, yeah. Monday it's hot and you're catching a ton of fish. Tuesday you're not even getting a bite on the water. So yeah. I, I don't have any way to explain it, but, um, you know, it's certainly, well, certainly it been happens. a strange, I'll tell strange you what, year this year. If, if last Saturday... It would have been like that every day. We'd have come back with multiple boxes of uh, fillets. <laughs> right. It was just, a, well, for a couple of things. First of all, um, and Frank, you know, went to a couple of friends of his from Chicago, and we're going to save some stories about that because we're going to talk about the trip uh, in the next segment. But uh, um, the, you know, the fishing was slow, so... I thought, well, I have an idea, you know, because if you get one 70-pound halibut, I mean, that counts for, you know, like six or eight salmon. So let's go for that. So I wasted, you know, and it was one of those things I call hero or zero because, (laughs) you know, when you you go after it and you get it, it's awesome. But uh, when you don't, it's not, you know. So this year I was a zero instead of a hero. But uh, (laughs) I was a a hero instead of a zero. Frank, we can't talk about Uh, that (laughs) What's that? I said Frank wants to brag about something. I told him to save it. (laughs) <laughs> but I want to say one thing. Okay. And I've been on a lot of lodges. The one thing that made that trip really great was your staff at mm-hmm. the lodge. Ever, I, you always have one bad person. I didn't meet one bad person. Everybody been over backwards to help you. Well, and uh, I want yeah. to compliment you on that and the people at the lodge. Well, Frank, let me interrupt you. Um, I've been up there, I think this is my 15th year. Now, the, as you can understand, the problem in running a lodge in Alaska is that it's not a you know, year-round situation. I mean, people come up for three, four months, and the next year, most of them are, are new again. So, you know, it's kind of like having a, you know, an NFL team where you got brand-new players every year. <laughs> I mean, that'd be tough, wouldn't it? But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, you guys, I tell you what, the staff and crew that you had up there this year, as I told you before, Mike, was was stellar. And make sure yeah. that uh, uh, that you tell Sandra in the kitchen how much we appreciated, you know, which she's such a doll and she can cook. She is. Yeah. I mean, she's she's doing a dynamite job this year. There's no question about that. I mean, and that's been, you know, it's. Like you said, it's really difficult when you got, you know, a five-month window, three-month window. People are coming up and they're, you know, it's mostly college kids coming up to make some money for the school year. Yeah. And the and the probably the toughest role to fill in with a situation like that is, you know, the chef. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're not used to doing, you know, it's, you can't hire a college kid to be the chef. No. So no. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we, we really feel blessed to have Sandy up there this mm-hmm. year. She's doing a dynamite job and the food is 
quite honestly, I think it's spectacular. Actually, so. as, as you know, I like to cook, and I've always thought of that. Maybe I should spend a summer up there, but, man, that's too much work. I mean, they get, they get <laughs> breakfast, lunch, yeah, and yeah, dinner. Yeah, I don't man, know, John. It's, don't it's a long day long, for you, long buddy. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning, you start, yeah. and you don't get done until 11 when yep, you're a that's, chef. That's about it, yeah. I yeah. know. But, uh, you know, one, one year, one, I, oh, gosh. I don't know, four or five years ago, we were up there, and I pulled into the dock, and the, the dock hand had just, just arrived, and he, he took the line, and he put a half hitch on, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, on to, the, to the cleat. And I go, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, you know, but that, that has to be, you know, a, a problem when people, they just say, oh, it sounds like fun for a summer job. But... That staff that you had this year was stellar, really. It's probably, uh, you know, all the way from the drivers, you know. And by the way, if you want to go up there and uh, um, let's talk about uh, Ward Lake, uh, Frank. So, yeah, that was fun. And I probably shouldn't say this on the radio, but uh, when we talk, Ward Lake is just this beautiful, it's not huge, but it's a beautiful freshwater lake, you know, not just, just a short distance out of Ketchikan. And so Frank was, uh, we talked about it beforehand, so he brought up four fly rods. Five. Five? Okay, I didn't see it. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway, but uh, he was giving lessons on the lake and actually catching fish. And what we, the plan was is that we'd go out there and they have a, um, an areas, you know, with like little, you know, log wood you know, enclosures with barbecue pits and tables. So we were going to go up there and, you know, barbecue some steaks. And, you know, the day before, uh, Sandra in the kitchen, I said, well, you know, we're not going to be here for dinner tomorrow. Is there any chance you could maybe slice off, uh, you know, some um, prime ribs so that we can barbecue? And she goes, well, we've got some, but it's frozen. She goes, how about filet mignon? And I go, okay. <laughs> so she, she gave us five steaks, and uh, it was fantastic. But uh, that was mostly sitting around the table and and telling lies and uh, having a couple of beers and barbecuing steaks while Frank was out giving lessons on the water. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I think that little stream coming in, if I go next year, I'm walking around there and yeah. fishing the salmon coming in because they were jumping and just oh, right yeah. at the beginning yeah. of the lake over there. Oh, yeah. No, it was beautiful. And, you know, the, the Ketchikan is really, uh, I don't know, it was, it was, it's, you know, one of the original towns, you know, the downtown areas where uh, Creek Street, where they have, uh, you know, these older buildings and three or four of them are apparently previously um, houses of pleasure. And, uh, <laughs> oh, actually, more than three or four of them were. Yeah. <laughs> and some bars. They've still got some classic bars and, and some great restaurants. Uh, and if you're at staying at Clover Pass Resort, uh, they have vans going back and forth to the airport, you know, every hour or two. And if you want to get a ride into town, our driver took us directly to Ward Lake. And we said, okay, we would stay here for three hours and pick us up at 7 o'clock. And he was right there five minutes to 7 waiting for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, but we probably should talk about the fishing a little bit. It was a difficult year because all over um, the West United States, and it seems to be going all the way to Europe, 
in the Pacific, there's just this heat wave that's very abnormal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about you know ice melting in the Arctic and even even into uh, you know the um, e- even into Europe, they've had unusual high temperatures. Well, the water was probably what eight to ten degrees above normal, or what would you say, Mike? Well, I mean, you know, the, the surface temperatures are going to come up when you've yeah, got high temps. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, while you were here, I think we hit the 80s. You know, we were in the mid-80s for, on some of those days. Said, yeah. That's just really unusual for oh, our it's like, area. It's like being in Baja. And, mm-hmm. and, and it, when it does get hot like that, I mean, there's on a typical year, you might have, you know, a week of rain and then three or four days of this clear, Sun, yeah. you know, weather with the heat. But, but while, you, I mean... We had two straight weeks, if not more than that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 17, 18 days straight oh, yeah. of, of 70s, upper 70s, low 80s. And it's just really unusual, you know, and, and the fish certainly prefer it to be raining around here. And, and we get 165 mm-hmm. inches of rain on a typical year. So they're coming to the right place for rain. But <laughs> this summer, it's just been unusual. We've had had very little rain and a lot of really great weather, which certainly makes the citizens around here happy because we get to enjoy catch a can without a, a downpour. But but the fish don't like it. And if you're a fisherman and you're up here, you certainly want to see more of that precipitation coming through to keep those fish moving. Uh, hey, Mike, just a quick question. Um, we've got a break coming up in about a minute. But mm-hmm. uh, Frank and I were going to talk about Alaska uh, and the trip. Would you mind hanging on to the second segment for a little bit? Absolutely. No problem. Okay. Well, good. That way you don't have to pressure it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, what I, what I found out is that uh, it, it took a while, but everybody said, well, the, you know, the warm water, the fish go deep. Well, mm-hmm. on uh, the last day we were there um, on the downrigger, we went down 80 feet with a pink hoochie. Mm-hmm. And here's the kicker. Uh, we had some butt juice, you know, from Procure. And mm-hmm. somebody put that on. I go, that's not what it's for. It's for halibut. But he put it on. And that, the ones that he put down were catching two to one. Uh, and I'll even mm. put a, a flasher uh, with a pink uh, hooch on it and some of that halibut uh, scent. Um, well, it's not halibut scent, but it's uh, salmon eggs and herring. But, uh, you know, we, we whacked them. We got like, you know, what, 12 and f- five hours, something like that. So anyway, we're going we're to take a quick break. Please sure and listen to fishhunttalkradio.com. Go anytime, listen to any show as much as you want, and then maybe you might even learn something. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back. Let's go fishing, guys. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women, and get your pair on at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course we have Frank Selby. And we're holding Michael Briggs over, who is, uh, um, I'm sure Russell Thomas, one of the owners, would not agree with this, but uh, Michael's pretty much the one that runs things up there. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. He'll take, you know, he'll, 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 he takes care of things. He's not, he doesn't do the day-to-day operations, but he, he makes it all work. Yeah. And Michael, you've did you know you've always treated me well, and this trip in particular. But uh, well, I appreciate that. Okay, Frank, it's time. Uh, oh, you've been okay. you've been you've been biting at the bit. You want to tell everybody, but let me set this up. Before Frank is a, I would I would say an avid fly angler would not even come close to it. He's a world class fly angler. 
And, you know, he's, he took his, his fly fishing rods up, and he says, uh, I'm going to catch a halibut on the fly rod. And I go, Frank, you know, if anybody can do it, you can do it. But lots of luck, <laughs> because that's normally not how you catch halibut. Well, Frank, how did you do? I got a 38-inch, about a 30-pound halibut on the fly on the drop-off right around the corner from <laughs> where the lodge is. <laughs> well, I, like yeah, I said. Just as I dropped to real deep, it came off the ledge, and I had it on. And we call it Fred instead of Frank's halibut. Because Ed and me both had fun playing with it. Oh, okay. Hey, Michael, when's the, how many times have you ever seen a halibut come in on a fly rod at Clover Pass? Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> and I won the There's jackpot. There's a couple of cool saltwater fly fishing spots nearby, but I've never seen anybody go after halibut on one. That, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, I didn't bring my 15 weight. I had it all ready to go. I went and got my lead core line, and I left that and my 15 weight rod sitting right by my bag. I was so excited to get going. I forgot it. Didn't put it in the. Well, the if car. you don't, if you don't have your 15 weight, then you don't want to go to the 150, 200 pounders, then, do you? Yep, that's right. I wanted a I wanted a two hundred or plus on the fly, and I brought the big flies. They're about ten to twelve inches long with the two hooks in them, and I have caught some really big fish on that fly, mm-hmm. from yellowfin to bluefin mm-hmm. to dorado, yeah, and halibut, yeah. But. Uh... Um, well, okay, Frank, you, 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 again, you proved me wrong. I didn't say you couldn't do it. I said if anybody could do it, it would be you. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm still having in that, tw- uh, that $10 of yours, I'm going to have two nice beers tonight. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. No, we put into a pool $10 for the biggest fish, and, and I think that halibut took it. It did. Yeah, that's right. I almost forgot about that. Why did you remind me? Oh, because I have to have a few surprises, <laughs> yeah, too, you go. know. Yeah. But I'll tell you, we uh, the the guys that were in it, we all had a drink yeah. on it. I don't remember having a drink on it. You were gone. You were in town playing around. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, anyway, but the, uh, again, you know, it was, it was slow, but, you know, we did even... Even when it's really slow, it's not bad. You know, just sometimes it's a lot better. And yeah. You did have to go deep uh, to find them. But uh, the other thing is we had such a great group of people, Frank, and that's what really made the trip. Yeah, they was all great. Mm-hmm. From The guy from Florida, the guys from... Uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Chicago, the ones from California, one Canada. was from Arizona, I think. Mm-hmm. In Canada. Mm-hmm. And Canada, your nephew, he was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed teaching him fly fishing. Right. He he tried to push it hard, but other than that, he did all right. Yeah. He Yeah, he did catch something. Yeah. 
a big stick. <laughs> a stick fish, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stick fish. Yeah. But he is a great kid. I'll hey, tell you know, that. You know, uh, when we were taking a break a little bit, uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, uh, about preparing fish. And Mike, I know that you have a lot of experience at it because you're, you know, you you do pretty well in the kitchen yourself. Uh, but some tips on halibut and salmon. Uh, would you mind sharing some of your favorites with us? Well, I mean, sure. Uh, with you know, halibut is fairly mild, so you can do a lot of different things with that. Um, you know, uh, a lot of times, you know, I'll make fish tacos with halibut with a mango mm-hmm. salsa. I think that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite ways to eat it. Salmon, again, you know, it, uh, that one's got a little bit more flavor, a little bit more pungent, you know, than than halibut is, and, and more some wild. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, you know, some people are like, well, I'm not really too fond of it. Um, I prefer halibut or what have you. But, you know, there's some ways to make salmon. Like, for instance, I do a a, a butter and brown sugar glaze over the salmon, mm-hmm. and uh, and that will kind of, you know, reduce that, the that, fishiness, that, so to speak. Is, and is that in the oven or on the barbecue? Either way. I mean, I'll take it, What it, you know, like when I'll take a, a filet out of the fridge and, and let it kind of get up to room temperature. I'll go ahead and, and bathe it in that, uh, in that glaze and let it sort of absorb some of those flavors and then throw it on the grill or bake it. You know, if uh, you got about an, you know, one to two inch filet, 15 minutes at 350 degrees, you got a perfect filet. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll get and then, a, a, you know, obviously we do a lot of smoking up here. You know, with all the different species of salmon that come through, you know, mm-hmm. we've got kings and silvers and pinks and chum and sockeye. Well, a lot of the times, you know, uh, Askins can be a little bit snobbish about their salmon, and so yeah. they'll, you know, throw back all the pinks. And yeah. me personally, I right. keep my pinks and I smoke those. Yep. And I'll keep my coho ready for the grill. And, yeah. and then kings, honestly, what the way usually what I do with those – they're a little fewer and further between. So if I catch a king, I usually don't even bother freezing that one. I'll go cook it the there same day go. I catch it. There you go. Well, and uh, the secret about kings in particular, but fish, you don't want to cook it. All you need to do is warm it up. Yeah. And otherwise, you know, if you think about cooking it, all it does is dry it out. But, right. uh, you know, something if it's, you know, if it's a little bit undercooked, Hey, you know, it's, it's as long as it's warmer than uh, sushi. But, you know, that's one of the things. A, a quick tip on a recipe is uh, uh, I have a recipe for halibut. It is uh, macadamia crusted. And what you do is you just take the, the halibut and cut it into pieces about the size of a deck of cards or a little smaller. Uh, do an egg wash, you know, in a, a flour or uh, a panko. Oh. All right. Well, that didn't work. We're going to call him back. Hello? Frank, Frank. Uh, Not me. Go. Yeah, no, no. We're going to have to, we're going to, have to call uh, um, Michael back. But anyway, let me finish the recipe. Is, uh, you cut it into pieces about a little bit smaller maybe than a deck of cards. Uh, you dip it in an egg wash and then, uh, you know, some panko or flour, whatever you want. And then you take macadamia nuts and kind of, crush them up into small pieces or chop them up and you press the uh, uh, the macadamia into it and then you saute it in uh, with a little bit of peanut oil in the skillet until it just gets golden brown and my some years ago my daughter who would not allow fish in her kitchen 
you know, she had some people over, and I, uh, I made some and brought it over to her. And about a week later, she calls me up, and she goes, now, how do you make that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. I'll tell you my favorite way to do. Mike, Michael, you back? I, I am. Okay, sorry about, sorry about that. that. I no, I, I just there. gave it a tip on halibut for macadamia crusted halibut. But anyway, go ahead, Frank. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, what I love to do, I have these copper thin sheets, and I put them on the barbecue. I they have the Kansas City barbecue sauce. I use my own that's from Kansas City, and I do it on the barbecue. And they turn out so mm-hmm. perfect; it's mm-hmm. not even funny. Well, and if you've never tried barbecue silvers, try it. Yeah. Well, just a, a couple of a, a couple of quick points. We don't have much time left, but uh, first of all, um, everybody knows that cedar plank salmon is is some of the best and the easy way to do it is just get a cedar fence uh, cedar plank from the from the uh, lumber yard cut it up into pieces soak it in water and you just put the you know the skin side down and put it on the barbecue and the outside edges will start to burn a little bit and smoke it and it the presentation is incredible besides that it tastes really good but uh, michael you know one other thing john yeah. That instead of soaking that plank in water, yeah. soak, soak it in white wine. <laughs> Even better. I okay. like that. There you go. But, uh, Michael, real quickly, uh, you mentioned five types. And, of course, every salmon mm-hmm. has at least two names. You know, the king and the Chinook. Correct. And to me, you know, I like the oil content, and that's my favorite. A lot of people would prefer silvers because it's not quite so oily. And the pinks, you know, I don't really see that much difference when I taste between a pink and a silver. And if you're going to smoke it, and then you've got the chum, uh, which is also known as a dogfish, and it's it's considered trash. But something interesting, as I see in the grocery stores now, they don't call it uh, chum. They call it keta salmon, fresh Alaska wild keta salmon. You know, which is a, to me is a joke. Yeah, yeah but it's anyway. That's just a marketing thing. Yeah, um, and then, it is. Uh, yeah, and uh, and it's. But anyway, we're gonna have to go. It looks like we're down to it. Um, so we're gonna have to take a. Looks like we're just about out of time here. Hey, hey, yeah. hey uh, Michael, we've only got a couple minutes left. The last segment. Would you mind hanging around? We'll finish up on that. Sounds like a plan. All right. Okay. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com. Listen to the show as many times as you want, and you might learn something. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. 
great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And we, we're going to make uh, Michael Briggs from Clover Pass, Alaska, Clover Pass Resort, excuse me. And it's not just Clover Pass Resort, is it, uh, Michael? No, no, we've got three lodges here. We're going to call it three. The guided fishing. <laughs> Silver King Lodge is out on an island unto itself. It's a six-day, six-night trip, all self-guided. Yeah. And then Clover Pass it's Resort's kind of the best of both worlds, where you can go with a guide a day or two, self-guided for a day or two, and to, mix and match uh, and sort of customize the trip for yourself at that at that resort. 136 mm-hmm. to 146. Uh, uh, Frank, Frank, I'm sorry, but get away from the phone when you're talking to somebody else. But uh, <laughs> anyway... Uh, uh, Michael, let's just kind of go over real quickly, people, about salmon. We were kind of joking about Kita salmon, which mm-hmm. was, you mentioned it was, it's actually known as chum, uh, traditionally mm-hmm. known as dog, uh, dog salmon. And mm-hmm. the reason it was called dog salmon is because that's what the indigenous people used to feed their sled dogs. Yeah. That's true. And also because <laughs> they have sort of canine teeth. If okay. you, you okay. know, look at them, they've got these really sharp teeth on their mm-hmm. lower jaw. But, uh, you know, the marketing people, you know, they, they market and they sell it as Kita salmon. Mm-hmm. And, and you said that the sale, the, 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 the traffic went up three times when they changed the name? Well, the wholesale price tripled when wow. they changed the name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's, I think it's good smoked. But real yeah. quickly, so we've got, let's start with chum and then pink. Now, mm-hmm. pink, you know, a lot of people go, you know, you use it for halibut bait, certainly. But, you know, I, I like it smoked. But even, you know, I, I have a hard time telling the difference between pinks and the silvers. Well, and of course, if, if you're looking at two raw fillets, the pink one will be much paler than yeah. the in silver. silver salmon. Mm-hmm. Silver gets that rich, dark yeah. red color that everybody, mm-hmm. you know, associates with salmon. Right, right. And the, uh, 
But anyway, every salmon has two names at least. So they, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the pinks are also called humpies because as they get older, they get a hump on their back. Mm-hmm. And then the silvers are also called coho, uh, yep. which can be even more confusing. And then, of course, the chinook or the king. So for some reason, mm-hmm. they all have two names. So it's easy to get confused. But uh, yeah, uh, and we were talking about the quality of the meat. Uh, you know, some people prefer the silvers over the kings. I prefer the kings because I like the oil soft content. But uh, uh, I'm a silver guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm a silver guy. Silvers, too. You know, you, we get them. For, you know, you freeze them below you know minus four for 24 hours, and if there's anything you know parasitic, oh. that's all killed. So oh. once that's done, I just take those silvers, slice them, and eat them raw. <laughs> oh, you know that's a good point. That's a good point, because no. your flash freezer, how far down does that pull them? We, we actually go to minus 10. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. that you know, if you cook it or if you freeze it below a certain temperature, then if there's if there anything that yeah. might harm you, yeah. that's taken care of at that point. But, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good what good I point. get back, I put them in my sub-zero. If you take from our place, you're going to have, have mm-hmm. it already ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, um, you know, it's if somebody wants to go up to visit you this year, I guess there's a chance, but it's getting late, and you're, you've been booked heavy this year. We we had more people that wanted to go on the trip, but there's no more rooms. But uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, Silver King and Clover Pass I really don't have anything left for the rest of the year. If somebody wanted to come up and do some silver salmon fishing in September and do it with a guide, yeah, I do have a little bit of space at Cedars Lodge. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, using a guide is always a good idea. <laughs> yeah, for me. no matter where and, you go. Anyway, and that is um, cloverpassresort.com. And, or if uh, you want to take a peek at all of the lodges, you can go to Ketchikan, Alaska. Say that again. We lost you. Ketchikan, Alaska.com. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're, we're losing you again. Say that one more time. Ketchikan, Alaska. Uh, what do you must be on a satellite phone? Ketchikanalaska.com, is that what you said? All right. Well, anyway. Ketchikanalaskafishing.com. com. Okay. Michael, we appreciate you taking all the time away from us because I know it's busy up there for you right now. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And, Frank, thank you very much. We had a great trip. Uh, and we did bring back fish. So we'll That's have to figure right. out what to do with it now. Uh, state, uh, remember to uh, send me an email if you can remember the name of uh, uh, the lodge that we talked about earlier at John at Fish Talk Radio. Uh,